Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> I think they'll appreciate it. I think so. They've got our humor. This right? is backwards. Look at me. I started the timer from the Something's get. What's happening? What? I don't know. My fingers cut open. It's true. Bleeding to high heaven. But don't this, worry. I always think this side goes on the right, but it doesn't. He's These so nice. He goes, janks. he goes, you need a you need a bottle opener? And I said, no, that's the wonderful thing about shiners. They're twist top. Yep. Too bad I broke the other fucking bottle. <laughs> we have to talk fast this week again. God. No, I mean, I'll stop bleeding eventually. <laughs> oh, not that. I just oh. mean because you won't have two beers. Oh, no, podcast. I'm fine. I've drank enough today to need that. Perfect. But, yeah, yeah. Talk too much for my arms, it turns out. Yeah. And I can't hold. I, I came in, instead of holding like a nice little six pack, I just uh-huh. had two beers nestled into my little arm. And then we got in a conversation. Yeah. She and tried I to move excited, it. And then it went bloop. Dropped it. Right and then away. tried to pick it up. With a surprise and piece. picked up the sharpest piece in all the land. That, I don't know where that was. I didn't see it. No. Granted, I don't have the best eyes. But, <laughs> but that piece was really, it came out of left field. Yeah, it did. It was just like, look at this big chunk. And then there was this tiny, like, half inch fucking sliver. Yeah. It was That's not half an inch what you're doing with your fingers. <laughs> half inch fucking sliver that was itty bitty that yeah. I didn't see. And that's apparently the part that got me. And it made me it made me start like really bleeding. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> I was I you was, should go over to Carter, see if they'll collect it. Hey, hey, can you scrape this off the ground? Yeah. It's got beer <laughs> in it. I hope this. that works for a transplant. <laughs> It'll make them Infusion? make their life a little bit happier, right? Yeah. Or something like that. I just <laughs> cracked it. It's too hard for my little hurt hand. Theme, Theme song. song. <laughs> What's your excuse? Hello. Hi. Welcome to What's Your Excuse the Podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Caitlin. And this is a podcast where we talk about the excuses <laughs> as to why we are um, weirdos. Yeah. We're weird. So we do want to do something. Yeah, we are. We want to do something a little new. My mouth keeps touching the mic and I'm not a fan. My nose Did this is get Lysol? Um, I'm playing Eskimo Kisses. Cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they're called, right? Yeah. Uh, we want to try something new. We want to thank our patrons up front. Oh, we do. And appreciate you guys for your support. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Thank no, you at the no, top of the show this week. We do. Yeah. Um, if you would like to support us, help us on our journey to find out why we're so fucked up. I shouldn't have squeezed. Pay for Caitlin's medical bills for her beer cut. <laughs> you have to amputate my <laughs> finger. Uh, you can visit us at patreon.com slash what's your excuse podcast. That's right. We and have so uh, many lovely donors. Yeah. And we want to thank Jeffrey. And also Brandon. And Brian and Amanda. <laughs> and Shelby. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate your support. We love them. Yes. And they are all sorts of different tiers. And there are many different tiers you can join. And if you want us to love you too, go and donate. Yeah. Go and <laughs> donate. Otherwise, you are dead. Live with what you get from us. Also, look at how long my natural nail is. It that broke is off very today. long. It's fucking weird, huh? doesn't mm-hmm. look gross. Pretty. No. Paint oh. it. It'll be pretty. Paint it? It's patchy. Paint it. Like, take that off and then paint it. Yeah, I can't afford to. I, I made the wonderful decision to pay off all of all of my debts and collections. Good for you, though. It is very good. But I'm so strapped for cash right now, it hurts. I made the decision to ignore them until they go away. Seven years. Yeah, see, I think I was pretty close. I don't know why I just didn't keep waiting. Oh, but No, some of them were like four. So I still had three. Dude, I have one that's three years, and I'm like, only four more years. Yeah, I just want to buy a house soon. Yeah. That's so I, I really, there's a particular house, as we all know, yeah. as we don't all know, as you know, you know, you're the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyone who knows me personally knows I have my eye on a very particular house and I check it every single day. Yeah. I check the listing and Good. I'm going to cry if it goes, to, if it sells to anyone but me, <laughs> I want that oh house. I can't, can we get Caitlin a little higher in my ear? I can't hear a whole lot super high. My lips just touched Perfect. the mic. Our Wonderful. entire show is always low. Yeah. I can't ever hear us anyways. In my car, look at you. You're a new, you're a, you're a left-hand man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but like, I can't ever hear us <laughs> when I listen to myself in the car. Really? Yeah, I have to like literally turn all the way up and then I have my volume on like 60 oh. in my car. And I listen to most of my music at like 30 and yeah. that's jamming. Yeah. Like I'm like scream singing. Oh. So I don't know what it is about us on Apple. I listen yeah. to us on Apple podcast, but we are so low except for our theme song. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're metal now. Yeah. Um, but I can't ever hear us. <laughs> now I can't hear myself that well. Can we bring me up a little oh, bit? See, that's I'm what sorry. happened to me last week. Okay. Now okay. Perfect. Hear. I Wonderful. Thank you so much. You're a saint. Look at you. Wonderful. He's like, yeah. Real MVP <laughs> right there. And he wears a mask whenever we walk in. Top notch. That's top right. Notch. Real professional. Love it. Yep. We have so much to go on. What did, uh, how'd your week go? It went well. We have had that dog for about a week. Uh-huh. Um, we are, he is heartworm positive. He is all worm positive. I, it's since, so I'm doing the Skellington market this month. I told Ryan, I was like, I'm going to put a jar out for some donations for this dog and give him a (laughs) neck sign that says, uh, looking for fishing bait. These aren't that type of worms. (laughs) Uh Ryan said, no, I would, I would drop a dollar. Yeah. See, easy. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I think I am going to bring him though. He's very good at being socialized. Yeah. He's Um, sweet boy. We introduced him to Ryan's parents' dog. Which is like a little dog. Mm. And he did totally fine. Super sweet. That's it's, so good. Yeah. It's crazy. He's a wonderful dog. Yeah. No, I mean, and he he's was kennel trained. Completely and, just calm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, even even with being locked in a room with strangers, he mm-hmm. did incredibly well. Yeah. I mean, he was fidgety. He was a little anxious, but it wasn't anything that Again, any dog locked wouldn't. in a room with strangers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't anything that any dog or human wouldn't feel. Yeah. Um, I would be uncomfortable. We are we're going back and forth because he's very good and sweet. Yeah. Perfect. I think sweet puppy keep. Yeah. That's but, yeah, made my, I've made my opinions clear since the moment you found them. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Very so true. you keep it up? So you got a dog? <laughs> <laughs> I, even my mom isn't scared of him. And she's like terrified of all bigger dogs that are yeah. like bigger than like 10 pounds. Yeah. I was like, he's not that big. Yeah. Even no, for pity, he's, he's a little pounds. bit He's bitty. a little squatty body. Yeah. Yep. We found out, or we like, Ryan looked it up. So like, you know how Pitbull isn't actually a recognized breed by the AKC? Mm-hmm. So he, we think he is a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Oh. So, yeah. That's what makes him so squatty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, and he makes pig noises. Just <laughs> yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. little puggies. Mm-hmm. Aww. Yeah. Oh, I love. So, hopefully that's not the heartworms talking. Uh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my dude. But um, we're doing good. We, a couple of our friends have really helped us out donated without i mean like we haven't been asking for donations we've been doing like you know little george updates because people mm-hmm. are interested and uh one of our friends sent us a hundred dollars on Vin- on venmo to mm-hmm. help with vet bills i wish i had that kind of funds no it's i'm fine. like i got 38 dollars in my checking account I'm dude like, i'm <laughs> on that level i'm like which part of my body can i sell yeah I let's go sell plasma <laughs> oh you can't you i have can. i've passed out and then also oh. i've gotten ink in the yeah. past year yeah so but, uh, uh, did I tell you about the time I gave the last time I gave plasma? No, it was rough. The last time I gave plasma, I was I oh maybe you did tell me. Um, Caitlin, well, it was so coming pretty. off anyways. No, it wasn't this one? Wasn't yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was sitting there and I was sitting pretty like uh-huh. do 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 do. I give him plasma like four times before that. Yeah, because I just need money. Yeah, as one does. Right. And I was sitting there and thank goodness the person next to me was paying attention yeah because they were always like if you feel uncomfortable raise their hand and i went too proud. from zero to nothing oh see i'm that person that's like i'm too proud also, i'm uncomfortable because yes. there's a needle in me yeah yeah so here i am my hand is up there's yeah. a needle in me yeah exactly no um i lost like i just slumped oh my god and so i was sitting there like do do and then i was like <laughs> and the guy next to me was like because uh, you know they sit you pretty close yeah and he was like hey and i wasn't really responding and he raised his hand he was like uh nurse she's she's not good yeah and like <laughs> thank god for him yeah. because they came over and they were like oh fuck like they took my blood too fast for my yeah. little itty bitty veins yeah and um, made him collapse yeah and then so you know it mm-hmm. up right up and then they had to get the blood back in me so they had to take it out and then stick me in the yeah. other arm to then put the transfused blood back in me. Yeah. Uh, and then I could have walked for about an hour after. <laughs> speaking of things I that make you want to. Speaking of things that make you want to pass out. My blood. We did it. <laughs> we did it. I literally, if you go back and watch the tapes at my job, I I got the news. So many people started texting me and the all my news apps were going off mm-hmm. and you, you could just watch me check my phone and go, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and then my whole body just goes. We fucking did it. It hit me. It hit me last night. I, uh, cause I like, I'm very much someone who's like 
restrain your happiness. Like, don't get too excited. Yeah, and I was very much like, they, of course, are an entire huge win, but Mm -hmm. not... Um, not where we need to be yet. Right. And so well, we need to keep going and keep going and keep going. Yeah, this isn't like, the end of the fight. No. By a long we need shot. To, and that's, I realized like at first I, I kind of came out the gate posting like, hey, you know, let's celebrate this monumental occasion. But like, this isn't the end. The fight yeah. is far from over. We need to keep going. And, um, and then I was like, yeah, I mean. That is true. But like, also, this is so fucking huge. Yeah. So much happened. I cried like eight times yesterday. I called my mom just to be like, mom. (laughs) And then I was on the phone crying. And like, I was just trying to. You're about to cry right now. No, I am. (laughs) It makes me so emotional every single time. And I was just, I was telling her about all the videos of just people screaming in the streets. Yeah. And just the like overwhelming. The dance party. Amount of joy that just came. And I was like, this is why four years ago when he was elected, I sat there crying like yeah. all morning. Yeah. And it's, oh yeah, I'm getting so much I know. right now. Um, it's just so huge. It is. And yeah. it's, I'm like um, shedding actual tears. It's hard for me because I go like, I am so happy about this. Uh, because yeah, four years ago, I poured a big ass Route 44 Jack Daniels in some Diet Coke. And that's saying something. Yeah. Because you don't I, drink uh, ever. Yeah. It was bad. I, you know, I just couldn't understand. And I still don't. I don't understand I where I our country is. <laughs> I don't understand where our country is at for this to have even been a nail biter in the beginning. And that even to this day, that 50% of us mm-hmm. were still, it was so close. It yeah. was so close. And even more people turned out than ever yeah. in history. And it's just still crazy that 50%, mm-hmm. this country is divided. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, for me, this is my niece feeling safe. Yeah. My sister feeling safe, her wife feeling safe, my mom feeling safe. You feeling safe. Yeah. I, this is, it's a sigh of relief. It feels like you can breathe for the first time in four years. Yeah. Um, It is. It is important for people to feel safe with who is in that position. Exactly. And for the past four years, too many people have felt too unsafe. Yeah. And. Can't show who they are. To constantly feel like you can't be who you are. You can't be proud of your heritage. You can't say that people of your race don't deserve to die without mm-hmm. being criticized for it is disgusting. Yeah. And we have to get out of that. And we have a lot of work to do. But so I think we are ready to take on the battle. Agreed. And I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Likewise. Um, I, my niece called me and was like, oh, did you hear? And I was like, That's so what? Good. And she goes, Joe Biden is our next president. And I was like, I know. I'm so excited. And Kamala Harris is the vice president. And I'm like trying to do that thing where like you want to tell kids all that shit that you stop believing whenever you become an adult. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, this just shows you. And I was going to say like, this just shows you like you work hard, you persevere. There aren't limits for women and women of color. And but all I got to was this just shows you. And she goes, what Trump did to our country. And I was like. That's not what I was going to (laughs) say. But you're not wrong. Yeah. So I just, I like, I am excited. I am excited. I am cautiously excited because it's going to be a long couple of months. Yes. Um, Yes, it is. We don't know what he's going to do until January. Yeah. And that's a horrifying thought. Because he's already shown to not play well. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I watched this um, movie Spiral on Shutter. Shutter, mm-hmm. shout out. What up, sponsor Rose? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did watch this movie Spiral. Yeah. Um, and it is about a gay couple who moves to a town. Um, and it's like low key cultish, but also like high key. I don't know why I said low yeah. key at all. It's a all cult. Right. Um, right. <laughs> but. At one point, one of the main characters looks at the other person. He goes, figure out what I said about being loud and proud. And he was like, because this is not a country. This is not a place where you can be loud and proud. This Mm -hmm. is not a place where you can feel safe. And he goes, you need to hide anything that is different about you because they will not accept it. And I just like sat there crying because I was just like, this is this is our today in this movie. Like it, while it came out recently, it was based in the 80s. And I was like, nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Nothing has changed. We're still. Well, and we're still here and just a little bit of insight. I, uh, four years ago, my sister, uh, I think it was about five or six years ago. My sister came out, married Mm -hmm. her wife. Um, and my niece loved walking around being like, I have two mommies. I have two mommies. That was about six years ago. Uh, four years ago, they had to sit down my four year old niece. And explain to her why she couldn't tell strangers that anymore. Yeah, I have two very dear to me friends, um, and they had to explain to their nieces as well mm-hmm. as to like why it was going to be a scary place not only for them but for just women in general. Yeah, and then like because they're trying, you know, they want to be open about yeah any and all aspects, and they had to sit there and tell them like, well, you, you know, know, you have to be at a first more careful. And yeah, and at first hearing my niece tell me like. Look at what he's done to our country. I was like, I think you're too young to worry about this. Yeah. I, like, and I told her, I was like, you focus on being a kid. You're allowed to talk about it. You're like, I'm not telling yeah. you you can't. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't want you to worry about it because it can cause anxiety. Yeah. And, but then I started thinking, cause I was like, I mean, I was 10 when I started recognizing politics and. Yeah. I mean, I was what, like I said, I was one of what, two kids in my first grade class yeah. that voted for. Yeah, <laughs> when we held our mock election, and, uh, I was one of the only ones who voted Democratic. Yeah, and I, but then I started thinking, I was like, you know, I, I had a couple years on her, and then I started thinking, I was like, yeah, but the politics didn't affect me that the way that they yeah. affect her at this age. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I, and it's still, I mean, it's still scary considering the Supreme Court packed mm-hmm. the court. Yes. Um, yeah. But anyways, I th- let's. Exhale again yeah. because we've got good news. We've we got do. good things coming. We're ready to fight. Last we are. night I wa- I cracked open my like almond milk eggnog, uh, which I every year I open and go, why do I? It's <laughs> not I good. I've had it and I'm like, I'd rather have the shits. Just give me the regular one. Well, <laughs> I just don't know if I actually like any eggnog. Oh, dude, I love eggnog, I not almond milk eggnog. I mean, this one, it was okay. It just tasted a little bit like licorice. Yeah. And it would have been a lot better had I had rum in it, mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then I turned on the most god-awful movie. I, 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 I Googled, burp, mm. I Googled. No, I <laughs> typed in on Netflix. <laughs> Searching anything is now Googled. Yeah, great. <laughs> I Googled on Netflix. Um, Christmas, like, romantic movies and I, then I ended up watching so first of all I watched this movie called Rebecca which was wonderful oh, not yeah. a Christmas movie yeah um I watched that one first and then afterwards you needed I was a like, palate cleanser yeah yeah and so then I was like Christmas romantic movies and I watched the Christmas Prince 
Um, I think it's like a. I'm not familiar. It has to be like a major (laughs) Hallmark movie because not only did it have like, you know, it had a like disenfranchised child or just like something like that. Parents were dead. Uh Um, You know, Prince, person from New York City whose dad owns a sandwich shop, (laughs) comes in. She's a journalist, steals the heart of a prince, and then, you know. His dad owns a sandwich shop. Her dad. Oh, I thought you were saying his dad. Shop. And I was like, what is he his prince dad, of? His dad his is a dad king is who a owns king a sandwich shop. owns a sandwich shop in New York. No, 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 no. But I was just like, man, this checks off every check mark. Acting was not that phenomenal. It so- it shocking. very terrible, actually. Um, but somehow I watched the whole thing, and I'm kind of intrigued to watch the next three. Because not only is there a Christmas prince, there's a Christmas baby like, royal wedding, and then a Christmas royal baby. baby. Yeah, and then I think another one after that. And I was just like, how many? A did Christmas they fucking royal make? affair. Yeah, a Christmas there royal divorce. Been. There might have been. I don't know. A Christmas royal car crash. And we'll come I'm back sorry. next week. It's a Diana joke. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> Chris Chris asked me today, he goes, how do you feel about the queen? I said, well, we have a postcard of her on our fridge. <laughs> We're tight. I was like, I'm pretty much a lover. <laughs> I was like, she's a badass bitch. Listen, she's kind of funny. <laughs> listen, though, she was awful to Diana. You yeah. should listen and to Diana You're was- Wrong About. It's like They have like a four-part series about Diana this month. It's great. Ooh. I love that show. What is that it? podcast? You're wrong about. I've never heard of it. Actually. So they take like common conspiracy theories or like things that you think you know about that you actually don't. Cool. And it's very interesting. They talk about I love like that. They yeah, it's great. They did like the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Okay. Um, they did that twi- like two. It was a two part. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about like here are the misconceptions. Here's what actually happened. Okay. Cool. So it's yeah because like okay, my understanding of the Tuskegee syphilis experiment was. Okay, what's yours? Not much. What actually. do you think they did? I don't know. Actually, okay. I'm not. Oh. No. Oh, yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know much at all. For you. So. so, I don't want to ruin it for you. But. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to play fake, like, uh, no, that's knowing fine. anything. I don't know. Well, I don't know. just a very brief thing. A lot of people, me, thought that they were injecting young black men with syphilis. Okay. But no, they just weren't telling them that they had them. Okay. Or that they had it so that they could see the long-term effects of it on the body. I see. And so that's why, like, there's a lot of mistrust in the black community with medical experts. Yeah. Understandably so. Yeah. I wouldn't After trust them either. With shit yeah, for yeah. years and not being told the truth. Yeah. Well, they were never injected. Okay. That's the thing. I always okay. thought that they had been injected. No, no, no. They just had it and were never told. Oh. That was the experiment. Interesting. So, anyways, let's get right, down to so. our podcast yeah. and what we are talking about. That's fun. Which is, apparently our podcast is just about talking about other people's podcasts. No, it's not. I mean, we were excited about the world. Yeah. Um, and what? Oh, my week, I saw oh, yes. my grandpa get buried. Yeah. And didn't see him get buried. I went to his funeral. All right. <laughs> they play a lot of Elvis. It's very sweet. Aw. My brother afterwards went, that was really sad. And I said, no shit. Well, it's a funeral. He's like, when you reach for tissues, I had to, too. And I was like, yeah. So you're not a sociopath. Great. <laughs> I was like, my entire mask was filled with, like, snot. Yeah. So I was like, oh. I was like, mm, yeah, no, this was really sad. They played a fuck ton of Elvis, though. My grandpa loved Elvis. Oh. So, uh, like, every, it was like, it, 
It's like when people give me cat gifts mm-hmm. because they're like, wow, you, you have a cat? You yeah. have cats. That's that was, your only personality trait. Yeah, that's my grandpa with Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even to his, and then his death, they played Elvis. <laughs> so I wonder if like when I died, people, people would just play cats singing like, I'm oh, going to play the musical cats. McCavity. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to play. I'm apparently going to be in charge well, of your funeral. Will you dress up, though? I need your own Obviously. full garb. Okay, cool. <laughs> I will absolutely dress like uh, Grisabella. Yeah. That's the go. mangy one. So <laughs> no, get ready yeah. for that. It was, it was a, I mean, it was nice to be yeah. home. It was incredibly hard not to. Um, hug my grandma yeah. when she she looked at me when I walked up mm-hmm. and she just she kind of paused and she goes oh you're here and I was like of course I'm here and she just reached out her little hand and I just I had to touch it because I was like yeah I like I told everyone like I was like I'm sorry but I'm not gonna hug any of y'all mm-hmm. and I was like they they tested negative before the funeral yeah but like just with him dying of COVID, mm-hmm. um, I, I just wanted to be pretty careful about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she stuck out her little hand and I was like, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was very hard. Yeah. Um, of course. They, they, yeah. In the step family, but uh oh, but it was still they're still your family. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were uh some of the only family besides my mom and brothers who showed up to like my actual physical graduation, high school graduation. Yeah. Um which was, you know, I did pretty fucking well in yeah. high school. And so when people showed up to my brother's graduation, they didn't dance well. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> my, <laughs> my dad, uh, he doesn't listen to this, it's fine. Um, <laughs> my dad, I, I literally was like, at one point I said, nice to see all these people who showed up for Brett. And he goes, oh, don't be salty. Like, don't be upset about that. And I was like... <laughs> You didn't fucking show up. None of y'all fucking showed up. Oh my god! So grandma and grandpa, grandpa isn't dead now. Um, but you know, yeah, he showed up. Yeah, and they gave me twenty dollars. Mm. This is the biggest graduation gift I got besides my mom's lasagna. Mm. So. Well, and you know what? They meant something. They did, yeah. No, so they were uh, they were very sweet. My uh, my grandma. And then they had a wedding that weekend, so they kind of come. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't know. <laughs> know I'm sorry, Kaylin. We have friends getting married, and uh, we really just can't make it to yeah. your graduation. No one, no one should have. Never mind the fact that you're walking, like, fourth in your class. You have a perfect GPA. You're oh going to Baylor on a good scholarship. <laughs> they had a wedding that week. Oh, no, I can't say that. Oh, God. I do uh, love my grandma. The yeah. other grandparents, I don't know their excuse. They just didn't show up. So they didn't <laughs> at least, like you. Uh, yeah. No, they didn't approve me going to Baylor at all. They told me that multiple times and then also showed me by never giving me my college account. So why didn't they want you to go to Baylor? Oh, because my other school was Vanderbilt and oh. my grandfather taught there. Um, and I, I, I could have easily gotten into Vanderbilt. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I then went to Baylor for an all-state choir camp uh-huh. and then decided that was where God called me to go. That's and nice then him. only applied to Baylor because <laughs> my whole family off. Um, also, I knew I would get in. I was fourth yeah. in my class out of like yeah. 500 kids yeah. and had perfect everything. And so I was like, oh, of course I'm going to get in. And I 
literally didn't apply to a single other school. I only applied to Baylor. And my grandparents were livid. They didn't talk to me for about two years. I only applied to Texas State. No one cared. There you go. You needed a 2.6 to get in. so Or a 2.25 maybe. They they probably would have given me a full ride. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Grandparents were not pleased about my choice to go there. So that was fun. And they've only just started talking to me again. Well, that's nice. They told me, I'm proud that you turned your unfortunate circumstances into your own with my uh, starting my own business. <laughs> your unfortunate uh-huh. circumstances. <laughs> I was like, I didn't think my life was unfortunate, but thanks. Oh. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is by the cupboard. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And And we're we're your your judges judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. Josie! Yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher. Wherever podcasts are. All the We're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over. Looking for a job? Check out ResWrite. ResWrite offers resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles for individuals searching for new opportunities. Resumes start at just $30. Check out ResWrite.com for more info and use my code ResWriteRMN10 for 10% off all services. Again, that is ResWriteRMN10, which is R-E-S-R-I-T-E-R-M, as in mom, N as in nachos, 10 for 10% off all services. What? Nachos was a good thing. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, my name is Gary. I spend a lot of time on Rogue Media. I love podcasting. Podcast makes me so happy. When I'm not doing anything else, I'm listening to Bluesville, Keep Waco Loud, and a lot of other things. I love the rogue media. Anyway, tell me about the Driscoll. All right. <laughs> we're we are. Up where we left yes, off. we're picking up. George cut us a bit short last week because Sweet he baby. was ready to get the fuck out of here. He had to go pee pee. But we are by ourselves without a dog this week. Also, without Mike. Do we want to discuss? Bye, Mike the God. He hates us, right? <laughs> He says, yeah. Oh, <laughs> finally. Some validation for what we've always known. Uh, but like, we, I immediately regret this decision to not. He, I think I think he's going to edit our podcast. Are you editing this? 
Oh, you are. You're gonna. And he's just gonna cut this out, I bet. (laughs) Bet. Mike, they never questioned you. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So we are talking about... A Austin hotel called the Driscoll, as we know, we have talked about. I got a text from Amanda the other day, and she was like, um, hi, I always wanted to stay at the Driscoll. Is it haunted? And I was My like, My friend recently yes. went on a ghost tour there. Oh, nice. Like, literally, like, two days ago. So I, I saw told her, and I, was I was like, like dude, it's oh, very I known. I wanted to ask her about it, yeah. Yeah. And so. It's a, yeah, it's a well-known ghost tour haunt of, like, yeah. Austin. Yeah. So, uh. Some claim that the Driscoll Hotel is one of the most haunted hotel in the United States. Um, Colonel Jesse Driscoll opened the luxurious hotel in 1886. <laughs> it's on the corner lot of Brazos and 6th Street. He bought it for $7,500. Man, I could have bought my house. He's got to go pee. Bye. The dr- <laughs> The Driscoll, like yeah, I do too. The Driscoll has welcomed high society events and historical political events over the years. In 1934, LBJ met Lady Bird at the Driscoll. Mm-hmm. He used the hotel as his headquarters for the White House press conferences or press corps. Sorry, corps. Um, dead press. Uh, <laughs> press corps. Today, guests say that it is haunted by Colonel Driscoll. He's known as an avid cigar smoker, and at times guests report the smell of cigar smoke, despite the fact the hotel has been made smoke-free several years. Mm. They also say he had a fascination with lights, or he has a fascination with lights. Like uh, interfering with them? Yeah, yeah. Turning them on and off, turning them, you know, flickering them, all of that. It could happen by his portrait or anywhere in the hotel. It's likely that Colonel Driscoll is checking in on his property. And that was Monica Ballard of Austin Ghost Tours. She's listened to a bunch of ghost stories over the years. She's writing a book about it entitled True Haunted Tales of the Driscoll Hotel. Oh, fun. Um, among the, st- well, this is probably, oh, wait. I don't know when this was written. 2013. So it's probably out. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Among the stories is the legend of Peter Lawless. He was a railroad man who lived at the Driscoll for 31 years until his death in 1917. Lived at... Yeah, but it seems like very common. Well, it's like common, like the same way that people lived at the Chelsea. Yeah. So uh, some say his spirit still haunts the hotel today. Guests and employees have reported seeing Lawless in hotel lobby elevators. He can be seen walking out of the elevator, checking his railroad watch, nodding to the staff, and then disappearing. Others report that the elevators have a mind of their own, taking guests to the correct floor without anyone pushing a button. That's just convenience. That is. That's really nice. Is, I'd be I like, mean, it seems like nothing. Are people complaining? But like, thank you. I'd be like, ooh, because sometimes I do. Like in Vegas. Yeah. If I've had a little too much to drink, you hit the wrong button. Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't press a button at all, and I think, oh, I press a little button. Why am this moving? Why it is and all of us just stand there going what and then it eventually Rebecca uh, I hit the button <laughs> I it eventually swear. goes I swear I, I swear, swear. Dad, I'm a mom. <laughs> your, your voice just fades out I swear <laughs> <laughs> Pass out in a hotel <laughs> elevator. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I've been pretty close. There is also a spirit of a little girl, which that's like my biggest fear. Love. Children ghosts. Oh. I'm not here. No. I bought four dolls today. I don't know why. Mm-mm. I broke one immediately too. Her little. Well, that's a curse. 
Her so congratulations. Her tied to her neck, and I was trying to cut it off. And I dropped her, and her whole head popped off and mm-hmm. split into four. So, yeah, she's probably going to haunt me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in 1887, four-year-old Samantha Houston was chasing a ball when she fell to her death on the grand staircase. She was the daughter of a Texas senator. Um, it's one of the only tragedies that they have at the Driscoll, which is, I mean, there's only one. Then I mean, That's pretty big. I guess you're doing okay. He's drinking a milk carton. <laughs> that looks like what I keep acetone in to strip my cup, so I hope it's not. I hope you didn't get those mixed up. So, uh, guess, guess I've heard the unexplained laughter of a little girl and the sound of a bouncing ball in different areas of the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, Very s- parallel to The Shining. Yeah. Samantha's father, the senator, mm-hmm. paid for someone to paint her portrait shortly after her death. It now hangs on the fifth floor of the Driscoll. Some say she tries to communicate through it. <gasps> we need to go see this. Once in a while, you can catch her s- giving a smile, and her expression will change in the painting. Oh, Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm fucking paintings that move. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not in Harry Potter. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, these mysterious happenings are why the Driscoll is known as the most haunted hotel in Texas. It attracts guests looking to encounter visitors from the other side, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, they're playful, mischievous, very quirky senses of humor when it comes to playing little tricks on people. Um, the other thing, I want to read about some of the other ghosts. I have a couple of stories here. So that was the first one that I printed up. I don't ever print the sources. So it's from KVU. It's the Austin News. I, was like, I don't even know what that is. So, okay. Um, it was built with blood money. So that's something. I didn't read these all week. I didn't read these week. This one. Okay. Some would say that uh, Jesse Driscoll was the original Trump, is what someone said. Really? Because he, well, just, he was a cattle baron. He had a bunch of money, blood money, and he bought a hotel. He got a small, small lot of mm-hmm. a hundred or a billion dollars or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Million. Whatever. All of it's <laughs> a lot of money to me, who has $38 in her bank account right now. Yeah. Here are the ghosts. The cowboy. That's Jesse Driscoll. Um... Jesse Driscoll is said to haunt the hotel. Shortly after the hotel opened up, Jesse came under the pressures of financial hardship. That's code for blew his earnings on booze, women, and gambling. He had no choice but to forfeit the ownership of the Driscoll almost immediately after it opened. Because he bought it, and it took two years for it to open. Mm -hmm. A game of cards did him in. Jesse lost the deed at the poker table. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. So... I got like... Man... I love, I just love when I watch TV shows and I'm like, my forensic files and I'm like, nah, motherfucker, you dumb. Or a great British baking show. And I'm like. <laughs> don't throw his cake away. Motherfucker, you're rolling that. Why are you making don't, slices in your Swiss roll? Don't take his cake that out of the freezer, one. you asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my most, this is a story that someone said. It's a sighting of Colonel Driscoll. One of his favorite rooms in the Driscoll overlooks 6th Street and Brazos. There was a consultant in town who woke up one night to see a gentleman standing in his room, looking out the window about three o'clock in the morning, puffing on a, sa- in a on a cigar. He sat up in bed and said, hey, fella, what the hell are you doing in my room? Which I'm like, who says that? Yeah. Who's that calling? <laughs> hey, hey, fella, <laughs> what are you trying to seduce him? Like, Bitch, get the like, fuck what out the of my fuck? room. <laughs> yeah. I would just scream and pull the covers over my face. I know me. I know what I am. A child. I'd probably just imagine I never saw anything and go. 
Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He lip. said, he said the guy looked at him, gave him this look like your room, but he didn't say anything. He leaned over and snapped on the light by the bed. And when the light came on, there was no one standing by the window, but the curtains were still swaying and there was a cloud of cigar smoke in the air. It is interesting how, uh, spirits can throw their thoughts because, yeah. I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but how my grandpa came to visit me, mm-hmm. uh, the night yeah. before he died. Yeah. Which, the moment they unhooked him from the respirator, he died. Mm-hmm. So, he pretty much was already dead. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, he put something into, like, all he did was really smile and wave at me mm-hmm. in that dream. Uh, but he did put something into, like, my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds funny. Into my brain. But, like, he, I, I felt like he spoke to me, but without actually moving yeah. his mouth. Yeah. And so, it, it's interesting how, like, spirits can be, like, the fuck? Yeah. But not actually say the fuck mm-hmm. and just bloop right into your brain. Yeah. It's, I mean, I guess once you've broken that yeah. realm, that well, you know, <laughs> you could probably do whatever the fuck you want. I don't know. I'm not dead. I'm not dead either. Yeah. <laughs> so the other <laughs> oh, the other one on is the bride. House. This is a tragedy, actually. Oh. Um, in the early 1990s, a distraught bride checked into room 329 of the Driscoll. Her fiancé had just called off their wedding. The woman decided to blow over 40000 on a shopping spree and culinary free-for-all on her Hell second day yeah. of mourning. Yeah, that's not that the tragedy. Fun. On the third, she <laughs> lined up... Culinary <laughs> I know. Just say she ate herself to death. Uh, she didn't. She had 18 charcuterie boards. <laughs> That's all I eat when I'm in a hotel on room uh, service on so someone good. else's pay. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We've been so, there with them sugar. No, nah, I've been there with them sugar daddies giving me dropped. On the third, on the third day, she lined up all of her swag next to her bed, pulled out a gun, and blew her head off. It's a swag. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, she that's used, not what I'm focused on. She used a pillow to muffle the sound of the round. I don't to think that day, works. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how loud you think a gun is, but a but, pillow is not going to work. Nope. <laughs> to this day, uh, guests swear they see her ghost towing bags up and down the halls of the hotel. That's so sad. Yeah. I'm not laughing, yeah. but I am. Uh, they talk about the child. That's the little girl. And dreams. they talk about the painting. So, the one that moves of yeah. the mm-hmm. child? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, it says that the painting on the fifth floor of the hotel is unnamed, but it's based on a painting by Charles Garland called Love Letter. It's an unnerving piece brought to life by Richard King. It depicts a little girl holding a bouquet of flowers in one hand and a letter in the other. Ghost hunters claim that the painting depicts the four-year-old daughter of U.S. Senator Temple Lee Houston, who died in a horrible accident, chasing her ball down the stairs. Uh, Said to be haunted, and people who stroll by it constantly feel the presence of something sinister riding their coattails until they vacate the cursed building. Sinister, though. Like, why? Yeah, I don't know. What a little girl who died of an accident. Yeah, it's very different from the original story, which was she's just laughing and there's a bouncy ball. Yeah, and so it's not proven that that painting is actually of her, but there is that that painting Mm -hmm. is for sure in the hotel. Yeah. But it's not proven that it is actually the senator. Yeah. It's just rumored. Right. Interesting. And then LBJ. Okay. Uh, Since it was his favorite place in Austin, uh, people recount tales of stumbling into the ballroom and catching the reflection of the late president and his adoring wife on the mirrors or out of the corners of their eyes. That's so fun. Yeah. LBJ was a big part of uh, Texas State, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he went there. Yeah, no, my brother took a nice little senior photo 
holding his hand, yeah. looking adoringly at him. Yeah, <laughs> he is a big part. There's yeah. a, a street called LBJ. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, Sam Marcus loves him. Yeah. Right is he so. the one that... Yeah, I think he's the one that had a big dick. Mm. Rumored. I don't know. I never saw it. They don't... It For some reason, they didn't include his bulge in the statue. Missed opportunity. Yeah, but I'd apparently like, he Pull was the trousers like, down. Uh, he would have meetings while he would like take a shit. <laughs> and like <laughs> my favorite I did not know. Dude, he was like he it's funny, but he was like dick. kind of an asshole. So he wasn't like he wasn't like a he, he wasn't a grower. He was just always a shower. Apparently. I don't oh, know. Nice. Like I said, they didn't. He sat down to take a shit and like his dick just, dick just went into the toilet water. Yeah, he used it to just wash his dick right before he shits. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I see it in the reflection. (laughs) Yeah, uh, he he had a lot of weird habits. I'd have to look him up to remember all of them. Asshole with his dick. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Name of the episode. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Probably not. But LBJ's uh, big ass dick. Yeah, but yeah, the Driscoll (laughs) is super haunted. I think they. uh, So you know. So I don't know if you know this. There are people that believe that Jack the Ripper was actually in Austin. Like, that he, yeah. like, went to Austin after all the murders. I've heard that he was at least in America. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah, so, so there are people that believe he was in Austin. Okay. And so we should do an episode about that. I've definitely but, heard, I think, of closer towards, um, oh, fuck, what's it called? In L.A. The, the major one that's no longer there. Where Richard Ramirez and I know I I can't. Why am I bl- drawing such a blank? Um, fuck. Oh nope, my god! Don't know the. Okay. Anyways, I was also going to talk about that long told ghost story that yeah. we've been <laughs> written about. Um, I'm looking it up if you want to tell your ghost oh, story. Okay. Okay. Great. Cecil the Cecil. Oh, the, the Cecil, Cecil Hotel. Duh. Yeah. No Duh. longer there. Um, yeah, but I was like, I know Richard Ramirez came out of there and they were like, yeah, I saw him totally leaving with this like little tote bag and he like took in parts of the body and then cut the nipples off Mm. and shit like that. Um, so not cool things. Yeah. No, (laughs) Um, I said, "Mm, I was kidding. I hope everyone knows Don't fuck with the boobies. (laughs) Don't fuck with anyone's body parts. Yeah. Don't kill people. (laughs) (laughs) Just a basic plan. Basic. But, um, yeah, that's, mm. Mm, the Cecil. Yeah, you can no longer go there. I have to pee though. and it just hit me. Okay, great. Well, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not I'm not George. I'm not going to pee inside the studio Are unless it's in the toilet. Are you going to lift your leg? Usually. Um, not in front of people. I'm shy. Have you have you ever tried to pee, pee standing, standing up? up? Of course uh, I okay, have. Cool. I'm a girl. Like, cool. I'm a girl. I'm I had a, a brother. <laughs> of course I tried to pee standing up. I've it just tried, makes a huge fucking mess. Yeah, it does. I've tried just like drips down your thighs and your pants. And I've tried just standing yeah. over. Mm-hmm. And I've tried all sorts of ways. Back, I've, I've tried lots. Back? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> back and over. <laughs> None of it works. <laughs> uh, if you're a girl that hasn't tried to piss standing up, reevaluate. Get try it now. Right now. Try it now. Pause, Maybe it works better this. as a grown-up. Go go try. Did you try it as a child or a grown up? As a child. Oh, that's good. I'll try it. Because I was like, maybe home. it works as a grown up. Yeah. Maybe it's I, better. You're taller. You can lift over the toilet a little I easier. I feel like even if, you know, like occasionally if you have to pee in the shower, I feel like even then I can't pee correctly standing up. So, you know. You want to FaceTime each other and try it tonight? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm down. Great. 
<laughs> Anyways, this uh <laughs> he's gonna be like, why the fuck did you segue me with this? Um this ghost story, as I mentioned uh, three episodes ago or so when we were on a somewhat quarantine, we mm-hmm. kind of meet in person. Yeah. Um, is from uh, a friend of mine named Harrison. Um, and he wrote to me, uh, well, he told me about this house called the McRaven house. And then I then told him, I will literally not remember anything you ever tell me. Um, so right. I will need, please need you to write this down and send it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he did. Um, but so he wrote to me about the McRaven house and he said, this is the civil war era house in Vicksburg, Missouri or yeah. what's MS? Missouri. Multiple sclerosis. <laughs> He's writing it down. I can see Jacob writing it down. Michigan? Michigan. It's Michigan. Minnesota. Are you sure? Are you really? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Hold on. I'll click on the wiki link. And it's, and it's Mississippi. It's fucking Mississippi. Damn it. I thought that. And Minnesota. I read, I read this like four times today. <laughs> he was. Jacob was so sure, too. He was. <laughs> He's like, Minnesota. Yeah. I don't fucking know. MS, yeah, multiple sclerosis. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They got commercials about it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking MI, even though I made the MS joke. And so that's why I was like, Michigan. Is Michigan a state? It is. <laughs> once oh I, w- dude, once I like really fucked up and said that uh, <laughs> Illinois wasn't a state. <laughs> There's that one. I was in high school. <laughs> it was Michigan and Wisconsin that's flipped. Blue. Yeah. This time. And so then there was that. And Arizona. Old, yes. But there was that one. There was this one meme going around that was like the old Fall Out Boy song that was like, you look so good in blue. Yeah. You look so good in blue. Uh-huh. And it was just them flipping. <laughs> and I was like, it was I Michigan it. and Wisconsin going red, blue. Yes. <laughs> and I loved it. Um, hold on. The mic blocked my face. Facial recognition. <laughs> Anyways, this was a Civil War era house in Vicksburg, Mississippi, which with the word Civil War, maybe now tracking back to five minutes ago, we should have figured that out. Um, You know, I'm not a history major. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't know that Illinois was a state (laughs) until senior year of high school. (laughs) (laughs) I did know it. I just made a stupid (laughs) comment. I I love it. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) it's open for haunted house tours though, so I'm thinking we should drive to Mississippi. But also, like, what the fuck is good in Mississippi? Nothing. Um, maybe aside from the McRaven House. Um, I mean, I'm Mexican, so <laughs> yeah, pretty much they don't like anything but white skin yeah. there. Um, anyway, <laughs> that was my throw up. Okay. Uh, he says I went there with my friend Christopher, whose great great grand uncle was John Bob, the wealthy businessman who owned the house, and mm-hmm. it was current like previously known as like the bomb house kind of thing until then it was recognized as the street that it was on, Mm -hmm. which was McRaven. Yeah. Um, and well, the bomb house doesn't sound very luxurious. Um, but he purchased the house in the 19th century. Um, it was built in 1836, Hmm. I believe, which is like, that's really fucking old. Um, throwing your shitty water out a window instead of plumbing. (laughs) I don't know when plumbing was invented. Yeah. I don't think by then, I don't know. Did they have, they didn't have lights. Did they have candles? They had gas lamps. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Don't check us for facts. No, never. Anyways, but he purchased it in the 19th 
century. Anyways, he was murdered just off the property and is believed by some to haunt the premises still. Um, And then he sent me a nice little description from Wikipedia, which I thought was fun. Um, I'm going to read his like version of it. Um, Betty put on May 18th, 1864, after Vicksburg had fallen to Union forces, John Bob noticed a group of six drunken Union occupation soldiers picking flowers from his garden. Outraged, Bob promptly ordered them to leave immediately, and the soldiers cursed at him and refused to leave. So John picked up a brick and threw it at them, knocking a sergeant to the ground. The soldiers left vowing to burn down Bob's house. Bob then reported the incident to the federal commander of Vicksburg and General Henry W. Slocum, who dismissively said he would um, admonish those responsible. Upon returning to the gates of his home, Bob was met by 25 Union troops who took him to Stout's Bayou, about 100 yards from the house, and fatally shot him in the back and the face. That's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Bob's death was the first recorded act of violence perpetrated by Union troops after the siege. Um, John's widow, Selena Bob, sold the house to a realtor in 1869 and moved to a family plantation outside of New Orleans, Louisiana, Louisiana, called Sunnyside. Um, but yeah, so it was, he said that he and his friend who went there had a rather uneventful time there, but, um, many other people have had lots of experiences there. I'm sorry. McRaven was built in 1797. Why did I say 1836? I saw that. I saw that date somewhere built. Okay. It literally says built 1836 McRaven, maybe the town. 1797. Maybe it was called the McRaven House later. It it was called the McRaven House later, but like why 1797 then then 1836? And then after like Bob House or whatever, it was also called um so the McRaven House, but then it was off of Harrison Street, which was pretty crazy considering like Harrison wrote this to me. And I was yeah. like, oh, "How fun." And he was like, "How neat." He was like, "Yeah, not cool." Um, <laughs> no, he was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I think it was fun, but whatever. Um, it has been claimed the most haunted house in Mississippi. Um, and so from a few ghost stories to it, it says, adding to the legend of McRaven being haunted, at least five occupants have died inside the house, and former owner John Bob was murdered just outside its premises. Um, it's very likely that a few Confederate soldiers died on the property during the time it was used for a field hospital hospital and reports of ghostly activity are said to spread throughout the house but the center of activity seems to be in the middle bedroom upstairs the room where mary elizabeth howard age 15 died during childbirth Hmm. um her ghost is believed to be responsible for the bedside lamp in this room i don't know like her ghost built it yeah she (laughs) then when she died she took the form of a bedside God, I hope that's not what happens to me. Me too. <laughs> I'm just a sham. I'm a <sighs> pillow sham. <laughs> um, anyways, this bedside lamp has been reported to turn on and off seemingly at will. Um, in the time before Leyland French bought the house, I don't know who the fuck that is, but it says it in here with the ghost, so we got to keep reading. 1984, uh, the previous owners who didn't reside in the home were frequently awakened by calls in the middle of the night telling him that the lights of the mer- McRaven house had come on much like when my family had bought the organ and Mm -hmm. then like the church yeah they kept saying hey all the lights in the church Mm -hmm. and the water is all running inside the church so I guess it's kind of like that um Mary Elizabeth's ghostly apparition had appeared on the house's flying wing staircase and in the dining room while handling Mary Elizabeth's 
That's a long name. Morning shawl. Some people say it emits heat, while others claim it almost jumped out of their hands, mm. which is interesting, like the amount of energy that's yeah. packed into it. Um, McRaven owner Leyland French once saw the ghost of former owner William Murray at the staircase, and after realizing who it was and the fact that he is dead, a frightened French <laughs> ran upstairs to the Bob bedroom and locked the door, which I'm like, that's another owner who's dead, like. Why you just go chill in that room? They all died on this property. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he later called an ep- Episcopal preach and had the house blessed. Um, the spirits of Ellen, Annie Marie are all said to roam the grounds of the McRaven. So there's like a fuck ton of ghosts on this yeah. house. Um, I don't know. Harrison was just telling me about this over a drink oh, nice. and was just like, this is all this. And I said, I will absolutely not remember any of this. So please, <laughs> please, please, please. Send it to me. Wonderful. And he did. Um, and I've been saying that I wanted to look into it a little bit more. And so I figured this week would be the perfect opportunity. Yeah. Um, he said, kind of a boring story from our end, but just the overall ghostly activity there. Yeah. I mean, with a house that old or anything that old. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I've got dolls that are early 1900s and they're terrifying. So. They really are. <laughs> Why do I tell? I literally sometimes I make friends or like I don't I don't make friends, but like <laughs> I, <laughs> I like talk to people and I'm like 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 Harrison and I was being like hey blah 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 and then I brought up my dolls. Why do I do that? God, had like, I known about this hey, doll situation when I we first met, I didn't even know about this doll situation when we first met. I didn't know this was a thing. I had was I known this was what you were going to become. <laughs> You would have been like, that bye, bitch. Yeah, I keep eating it. My tongue is scratched. I don't this, know like, what's happening. I hope to what, God are these this is bigger life than usual? Oh, it's because the pop screens aren't on it. They use oh, the I can put my instead. mouth on it. They use the wind, the wind things. <laughs> wind breakers. <laughs> good Someone going. texted me asking me for a windbreaker the other day, and I was like, no. Send them my way. I've got a billion. <laughs> no. She was like, hey, I know this is a random question, but do you have any, like, 80s-style windbreakers? And I was like, are there other styles of windbreakers? Yeah. And she was like, I know it's random, and I know you're shorter than me, but, like, you seem like the perfect person. You're the cool person who would have one. And I was like, no, I don't have windbreakers. She's like, "Mm, I don't know. Because here's the thing, Caitlin. Okay. You can pull it off and look, like, really cool in it. Mm. If I put one in, I look like a grandmother who's going to check her mailbox and then go follow up with some mall running. What's wrong okay. with that? That's my, that's my vibe is I'm like, oh, you look like I've stylized this and I'm all hip. I look like I nothing else fits me. So I'm on my way to my Steel Magnolias meeting where I look at my vagina through a mirror and then go for a nice little mall walk. And uh, no, thanks. Nothing wrong with that. In Steel Magnolias? I mean, yeah. You don't remember the mirror? No, I said there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, I thought you said, I don't remember that. No. I was like, what? No. Well, it's just not really the vibe I'd like to put off in the. Not at this age. Mm, I know I'm old, but like. Yeah, I'm not that old. You had to work. (laughs) You started out being like, you're not not that old. Well, no. (laughs) I'm mainly going back to the fact that I have to, I always call myself old. And so then like. Yeah, I'm older than you. Yeah. But not by a lot. By enough. By enough that if I put a windbreaker on, it won't look hip anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I would think you There are so many things that I see people wearing, and I'm like, 
God, I wish I could wear that. And then I like try it on because I am a firm believer of like, just do it. You can do it if you just do it. And I'm like, no, there's no way I can even bullshit the confidence in this. No, thanks. Yes, you can. Mm-mm. Not a people, windbreaker. People ask me that all the time. They're like, I used to wear moo-moos and like feel super great and be like, and people would be like, oh my God, how do you pull that off? And I'd be like, I just put it on my body. Yeah. But now I'm like, windbreaker? Mm-mm. Can't mm-hmm. do it. They don't look good on like me. <laughs> That's all. Just me. like most people. No. Mm-mm. A lot of people. You got to be wearing the right thing. Yeah. So. This somehow turned into a confidence booster. And you're you're perfect, well, and you look great. Let's not lie to each other here. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's Miley Cyrus said that. All right. <laughs> Anyways, we've already thanked our patrons. So That's right. Goodbye. So if you want to follow us, <laughs> I mean goodbye to them. Keep in not touch. To yeah, if you want to keep in touch. You can reach out to us on Facebook. Instagram. Let's do Instagram first. You can reach out to us on Instagram. (laughs) And that's What's Your Excuse podcast with no spaces or apostrophes, none of that shit. Or you can reach out to us on Facebook. Which is What's Your Excuse podcast with spaces and apostrophes because there. We're not animals. That's right. Or you can email us at. What's Your Excuse podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear all your lovely little ghost stories. Anything like that. As we said earlier, we are at Rogue Media Network. Or Rogue Media Studios. Rogue Media um, Studios. Micah's not here, but whatevs, I guess. Because he hates us. That's right. Jacob already told us. He said, he, he wrote it on the whiteboard as we walked yeah. in. Mike hates you. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. He's making us wear signs that say Mike hates us. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot. I got a dunce cap on. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave me a traffic cone to put on my head. Yeah. It's really hurting my back. He put lies. <laughs> No, All we don't lie. Whole whiteboard lies. <laughs> so, we're uh, liars here. No, please don't insult me that way. Anyways, um, so thanks that's for it. tuning in. Yep. Um, thanks for listening to the other half of our spooky s- stories. Amanda, I hope you go visit the Driscoll and let me know how LBJ has been. Can I? Let me know about the wiener. Let me know how big his dick is. Yep. Bring a ruler. Yep. Let I me know say, if he tries to have a war room ghost, meeting while he takes a shit. You see his ghost say, uh, hold please. Excuse me, can you drop trowel? Let me, I need a measuring tape. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's the sound of very wet measuring. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, y'all have a great week. That's all, folks. Keep it creepy, spooky. Keep it spooky, keep it spooky, keep it creepy, keep it whatever. whatever. Keep it whatever. Keep it whatever. What's your excuse? I like it. I got guys. I think we've got it. It's only taking sixty episodes. <laughs> okay, bye. Goodbye. What's your excuse? He he wasn't a grower. He was just always a shower. Apparently, multiple sclerosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 that's all, folks. All right, I'm a piggy. <laughs> Great. This has been Rogue Media Network podcast.